Welcome. Another episode, a recap episode. It's episode number 300. For veteran listeners, know that don't recap all 299 episodes before, but the, the previous 20. So I'll knock that out thanks to sponsors, uh, many of whom were uh, covered in the past uh, four weeks. Uh, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So another brisk four weeks. Starting out with episode 279, uh, the dueling questions with Scott Prusha. Did not ask Scott the one question that he would probably know, but it's the trivia question of who's the only person that I ever employed that called me dude. And that is Scott's claim to fame, one of them. It was, <laughs> and he left shortly after that, but he was not pushed out the door. We were sad to see him go, and he's had a great ride at Panini and their predecessors. 279A and B were the weekend episodes. Uh, the first one was about pulling the trigger. Again, I just think part of the easing off is not, if you uh, are on a hunt to get one card at any cost, it's going to be tough for you to get a good deal. If you're looking, if you have a list of cards and you're going to take the one that's the best deal, again, the pulling the trigger, is it a good deal now? I'm looking for great deals, not just good deals. And the now is uh, the operative word. As the, It seems like there's it's not quite as hot as it was last month, four weeks ago. And so maybe the now... The perception that cards are going to go up every month, that there's not as much pressure to do a deal right now. Use restraint. Don't borrow money to buy cards unless that's uh, uh, part of your deal. 279B was the dueling boxes. I enjoyed that format. I've got more to come on the stature product that I'm busy with an experiment on. Uh, 280 recap of the other episodes. Don't do that. 281 was the 80s card shows that I did with John Flemister. I actually got a fair amount of traction. People like that. It's just John and I talking about uh, mainly the nationals of that of that decade. Those were exciting times. They're exciting times now too. But those were those were it was a great decade. It ended with the some mass production, but it was a a, a decade of steady growth, and the shows demonstrate that. Two eighty two was the origin story for Dan Good, also known as Sue's Lajadai's husband, and uh, an excellent sports writer and uh, ghost writer. And I, I wanted to talk to him for a while and just see his hear his hobby journey and uh, what he's up to. 283 was shortly after we got the notification. Rich and I were talking, so we just turned on the microphone for what are the implications of the uh, National Sports Collectors Convention being canceled. Rich and I go way back with not just the people involved, but the families involved. It's John Brogy and family and Etta Hirsch and family and the, the Burkus family, that those those legacies. So it's Rich and I both, I think, see the, the hobby as, as, as one big family. So a uh, tough decision for those but, but probably the right decision. So we won't see Atlantic City for a while and, and look forward to Chicago next summer. 284 was the origin story for Nick Matovich at uh, Panini and he's had a, an amazing ride. I knew it's, uh, these are fun for me because I know a lot of the people involved and I know uh, a good portion of Nick's story, but to hear it, I try to just interview and uh, listen in as a listener and what, what a great, uh, hobby journey that Nick's had. He kept mentioning Doug Goddard and I just, I, I slipped up and I was thinking Doug Gottlieb. I know Doug Goddard and no disrespect. He was a, an amazing influence uh, for complicating things in the industry during that period, but and gone on as, as Nick says to other things. But Doug Gottlieb is the uh, sports uh, writer caster and Doug Goddard was the uh, kind of the, the 
person that compli- made our made our work tough at Beckett Publications. Uh, two eight four A and B were outtakes. Uh, the first one was uh, Jeremy Lee. Uh, Jeremy typically does a very long format sports card live uh, YouTube show, which I was on, and I said, Jeremy, I'm just out of. He was shooting for two hours. We we actually just did his show went one hour, but there was a little snippet in there when he asked me about the, the how BGS got started. I really uncovered that rather than just redoing it. I'm just going to cut and paste. So just give you a little outtake on that. Same thing with the 284B, which was the Scott Prusha outtakes. And that was, uh, again, when you do, when I do these outtakes, it's not like I say, Hey, I'm going to turn off the recorder or I'm going to, the show is over. And now let's, with Scott Prusha, you don't have to worry about how he's going to be different, whether he's on or off. <laughs> he's always on. So we had a good visit and we caught up uh, after the show itself was over. We talked about a few other things and some of those I thought would be of interest um, on a short weekend episode for you listeners. Uh, 285 was the 824 Kobe Bryant day where I shared one of my um, experiences that was from a year and a half ago before all the Kobe madness and a major situation at an estate sale. And I now can definitively say will not go on my wall. Uh, it will go uh, to the bank. It turns out that the card I got would be too valuable. And once I get it back for Beckett uh, grading, I will uh, put it up to where, and I, I promised a couple people I'd show them, but in an audio podcast, I will probably for the most of you be describing it. 286 was the music and sports cards to do with Rich. It was just a fun idea I had, and I knew Rich would be the perfect counterpoint guy for that because we were not the same age. We're uh, 10, 10, essentially a little more than 10 years apart, but we have uh, not the same taste in music, but I think we both like some of the older stuff better. So we had a good time comparing and contrasting music and sports cards. And I'm going to do, I've got another idea, but I'll save that for when it arrives. 287 was the custom cards with uh, Tanner Jones. Tanner, very talented guy, very passionate guy. And his custom cards are not the same as the fun cards we did in the back in the old days with Beckett Publications, but really um, some works of graphic art. 288A, 288 was the financial episode follow-up with Mike Summer. Mike and I really respect his work at Waxpack Hero, and he's jumping into the LCS world. And we were talking about something else. And he said, I got some questions about some of the episodes that you've done specifically about the financial aspects of the hobby. And so I said, let's, is it enough to make an episode? And we both thought it was. And so we recorded it. And that's just shows if you have some interest in going further, admittedly, 15 minutes goes by pretty quick. So if there's an episode, you think, boy, I wish I've got some more questions about that. Uh, follow it up with, uh, send me a, uh, an email or an audio file and I'll try to incorporate that because not claiming that the last word is 15 minutes worth of info on uh, some of the hobby topics. 289 was uh, Adam Gray's origin story, founder and host and uh, MC of the Basketball Card Podcast. Very thoughtful young guy. Very interesting to go back and forth with him on some of these things as a fellow podcaster. Doesn't lack for words and really on the analytical side, which I really appreciate. So he's got his top 100, which is actually, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my top 1,000 and I'm realizing the top top 100 it might make a lot of sense. So it's just a lot to deal with. 289A was my quantitative review of the recent Waters Creek uh, card show that Kyle Robertson put on that I think was very successful. But I've never really, I've been to thousands of shows. I've certainly been to more than a thousand shows. And um, I would say I never really did the analysis until I just thought, well, I'm going to just count. Uh, 289B was not a book report, not trying to be too scholarly. In my uh, journey toward uh, increased self-awareness, I'm thinking, you know, what the some of the price guide editing marathons that I did for some of these books and magazines that were on a deadline. If you didn't have the ability to get in the zone and stay in the zone, you, you just couldn't do it. And I realize not everybody can do that, but if you can, 
you're able to take on uh, projects that uh, take uh, extended focus time and really wonder where the time went and things when people, uh, other people may be upset about that. 290, the bubbles and balloons, uh, making the point that the plural, that there's not just one bubble or one balloon necessarily. There might be balloons. And frankly, I'm liking balloon better than bubble suggests soap bubbles, which always pop. And balloons uh, are, if you think of a hot air balloon and helium and, and some of these balloons that carry people up above... Uh, on a scenic journey that they have. Those really are pretty safe and they're constantly putting air in, hot air and, and, and releasing to manage the height of the balloon and make it not go up to the moon or something. So yeah, bu- bubbles and balloons, if you're interested in that, that's a, a short episode. 291 was the origin story for Jeff Heckman, Topps' e-commerce director. Heard about the Tony Fauci card that his group was responsible for. Huge hit, brought mainstream publicity to our to our hobby. Hats off to Jeff and Topps. 292 was Mike Summers' Not dilemma, but his opportunity that he had. He bought a card shop on, in one sense, or, or took over the lease, but he also took over a million card inventory. And uh, both of those are daunting. And I think he's having a lot of fun with the inventory. And that's something that I can relate to because I've done some things that I've done a million cards, uh, but I've done still a large enough number that you, that it takes a while in the category of mega sorting. 293 was Adam Gray again with the benefits of Instagram. He said, I want to pitch you on why uh, you need to be on Instagram and everybody else needs to be on Instagram. And you can see from Adam's uh, passion and his desire to engage uh, that Instagram works really well for him. Still not positive it works for me because I'm not, I think I have the passion, but I'm not ready to engage on that level. Uh, my engagement is a daily commitment to uh, put out uh, interesting com- content. And beyond that, the other social media aspects, people contact me. I want to channel that into something that I can share. So please uh, continue with your um, uh, responses and feedback. 294 was the Rich and I talking about 1977 OPG baseball. Again, sounds like ancient history. Actually, probably is ancient history, older than some of the listeners, but it's a great set. And it's just an indication of what that that OPG was very similar to Topps, except in that set, they went a little bit the extra mile. And that made it interesting. And I remember it being interesting at the time. 294A and B were both outtakes. Adam Gray, we had an extended conversation. I was also on his show. And so part of what came up, just again, another snippet was on uh, market manipulation, which... I think, I guess I don't know that anybody's in favor of that, but we just batted that around of how that can happen and whether it's, it, it didn't all of a sudden start happening in the summer of 20, spring and summer of 2020. It's been out there as long as there are markets that can be manipulated and education is the antidote to, if you, you need to know what's going on. The Tanner Jones enjoy talking to Tanner and I, I'm not saying it came right at the beginning that his son is me. His name Beckett. Okay. Well, you don't have to have a son named Beckett to get on the show because he's a, a great guest in his own, but Tanner's an interesting guy and enjoyed uh, just batting things around with him and hearing some other, uh, things off, offline with him. 295, Ken Capel contributed to other things. He says, Hey, I'm, I'm an insurance agent, uh, registered, licensed, whatever. Can we talk about that? We set that up. And by the time we got to airing that, just the same week, the Beckett media announced that they are getting into, um, card collection insurance. That's interesting. 296, I just uh, thought a tribute to Lou Brock was worthy. Certainly is. He's a contemporary of mine. I remember him coming up. I remember the trade. I remember the World Series. 
and by all accounts, a really nice, nice man. 297 was the origin story for Mike Chark. Really had a good time talking to Mike about his Canadian experience. And he's now set the record for the earliest uh, collector that he says he started at the age of four. Maybe they do that in, in Canada. And he, I do remember from back a long time ago, 20, 25 years ago, where he was, uh, again, a really bright guy. And interested in uh, working for our company, and we uh, did not hire him, but I can see why he was a, a strong candidate. 298, the last one here was the outtakes on hobby hiring. Mike Summer said, I actually have some other questions uh, that I'd like to go deeper on about uh, getting jobs in the hobby and how it seems there's a perception that there's some stepping stone jobs or, or perhaps even some inbreeding in the industry. And uh, is that good or is that bad? Actually, Again, to end on a positive note, I, I think it's good if uh, good people with excellent experience are being hired and promoted and staying within our industry. I was very blessed to have some great teammates, and many of them are still in the industry. Some are still at Beckett Media, but uh, many others are at card companies and other places. So, again, to me, I'd like to see a system where people stay in the industry, either full-time or part-time. And uh, and Mike, who, again, has doubled down as he's now a local card shop uh, uh owner and having fun going through his million cards. Living the life, Mike. I will be doing this again in 20 more episodes, but in the meantime, it's uh, kind of one a day for me. Looking forward to it. If you got questions or comments or feedback, it's Dr. James Beckett, all spell, spelled out at gmail.com. And just like some of these episodes, several of them were people contacting me and several of them were me contacting the person. So uh, again, thanks again, everybody. Have a, have a great uh, day and I will be back tomorrow. is doing.